One of the paradoxes of Bergman's career is that while people were often quick to mention her time in Italy and the scandal that accompanied it, few have actually viewed the films themselves. To an extent, this is unfair to Bergman and Rossellini, but there is an overarching reason for this. The films are slow and often frustrating to viewers. They have never been routinely exhibited outside of film societies and college courses. With the Bergman films, Rossellini moved away from the overt sentimentality that had characterized films such as Open City, and he entered the period of high neorealism that lasted throughout the 1950s. The 1940s neorealist films had been more collectivist, but the 1950s films probed the theme of post-war alienation, making them an indirect and unlikely cousin to the film noir genre that flourished in post-war America. Stromboli played upon the theme of post-war isolation, and that theme would be present in each film Bergman made with Rossellini. In Stromboli, Bergman plays a Lithuanian, who finds herself in Italy and marries an Italian prisoner-of-war fisherman, whom she meets in an internment camp. The primary focus of the film involves the loveless marriage between Bergman's character and her husband, as the film critiques the effects that World War II has in forcing people to disrupt the time-honored lifestyles of their native land. The marriage between Bergman and the fisherman is not born out of mutual love, but rather out of necessity, thereby constituting a drastic departure from the norms of classical cinematic narration, in which marriage is the ultimate goal for two characters who develop a romance. For someone who had spent the past decade appearing in some of the most famous films in Hollywood, Stromboli represented a major departure from the norm for Bergman. Working with Rossellini marked a significant career change, but the experience also produced major changes in Bergman's personal life as well. During the filming, she and Rossellini fell in love with one another, and they had an affair that resulted in the birth of a son, Renato, or Robin, born on February 2, 1950. Predictably, news of Bergman's pregnancy and her affair produced a global scandal, and she was quickly spurned in the United States. She had planned to return to the United States following Stromboli, but news of the affair made that untenable, and she was denied public appearances, including a scheduled appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show. The United States Congress even went so far as to denounce the affair. Bergman divorced Peter one week after the birth of Robin and married Rossellini shortly afterward. By mid-1950, Bergman had lived in Italy for only about a year, but her career and personal life had been completely transformed. In today's society, it may seem surprising that Bergman's affair caused such a stir in America, but in the 1950s, American society was conservative and traditional in its expectations for celebrity behavior, and the screen presence that Bergman had established seemingly ran counter to her actions in Italy. After all, in the past five years alone, she had appeared as a nun in the Bells of St. Mary's and a virgin in Joan of Arc, but in real life she was being derided for adultery. In a New York Times article in 1945, the writer had picked up on just how different Americans considered Bergman before the Rossellini affair. She has brought into this capital of artificiality and simplicity and charm of her native Sweden unpainted fingernails, skin that doesn't look like icing on a cake, a natural manner, unpretentious clothes, these usual things make her unusual among Hollywood stars. Miss Bergman's career is marked by no publicity escapades. 
No stories of outbursts of artistic temperament are told about her. She is rarely seen in those select nightclubs where other screen celebrities parade like mannequins at a fashion show. It is also likely that the public outcry would never have been as pronounced if not for the fact that Rossellini had a strong socialist affiliation. In an era in which the Red Scare was picking up steam in America, the fact that Bergman became romantically involved with a prominent leftist exacerbated the animosity directed toward her. Ironically, much like her time spent in Germany, Bergman was being criticized for the political leanings of the people around her, almost as if she was guilty by association. Although her decision to make a film with Rossellini would suggest a commitment to the extreme left-wing ethos of the famous director, the truth was that she was simply drawn to the neorealist films for their aesthetics.